Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. We're bringing you another study on the general theme, Satan, the God of this world. And our, our subject today is Satan or the Satanic World Systems. And we're looking at the Satanic Religious World System today. The Satanic Religious World System. That's right. Let's look at that system. The Lord Jesus Christ never intended for Christianity to be organized into world religion. This is the work of Satan. If you read closely the New Testament, you will find the New Testament church was a local, independent institution composed of born-again, baptized believers, and Paul warned them never to get away from the simplicity in Christ, according to 2 Corinthians 11.3. Christ never intended for the local churches to, to lose sight of that, no, but Satan, in order to... Uh, in order to lead the people away from the simplicity in Christ and the gospel of blood redemption, has succeeded in organizing religion in different systems. That's right. Of which he is the head and authority. He doesn't mind folks saying that Christ is the head of their particular religious system because he knows he likes folks to work under religious covering. According to 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 15, and, and he knows that... Uh, to keep people fooled, that's easy to do, but Satan is the authority, the prince and the ruler of all religious systems today. Most of them are Christless, Christ-haters, Christ-rejectors, and blood redemption and the personal work of Christ is not the preeminent uh, thing there and does not dominate their thinking. Now let's turn to 1 John uh, 2.15 and read, bearing the above facts in mind. Listen, listen now. Love not the world, satanic world system, neither the things that are in the world, satanic system. If any man love the world, satanic system, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, satanic system, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world system, satanic world system. And the world, satanic system, passes away, and the lust thereof, but he that doth the will of God abideth forever. Now this is a true picture of the satanic world system. That's right. We notice here that the characteristics of the satanic world system are the lust of the flesh, what's so prevalent today in our churches and in our home, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, everywhere you turn, greed and gain and lust and pride, force and so forth, dominates every world system that we have today. Love does not dominate in our churches today, but the pride of life dominates them. Now, that's one of the things that I love and appreciate us about here, about our church here at Radio Mission, where the old Trailblazer broadcast originates from. The Lord has saved a group of us here, and we love each other. The Lord has instilled that love in our heart, and we have folks come here and visit, and they say, Behold, how that little group loves each other. That's just a bunch of old sinners saved by grace. The Lord has instilled, put that love in our heart. Did you know when the Lord saves a sinner, he gives you a love for the brethren? He gives you a love for the lost? He gives you a love for the down and out. He gives you a love for the hypocrite. No, he doesn't love, you don't love their sin, but you love their soul. Listen now, listen. Now let's turn to John, 1 John 4, 4, where we find these words. Because greater is he that is in you than, that it, and than he that is in the world or in the world system. Also, John 
1 John 5, 19. And we know that we are of God in the whole world. Satanic system lieth in the wicked one. Satan holds a mighty grip upon every world system and every world order. He marshals his entire force of fallen angel, demon spirit, unsaved men to resist salvation, which is by the grace of God. And since it is Satan that made the world as a wilderness, he opened not the house of his prisoners. So says Isaiah 14, 17. Do you see a little bit of how Satan holds every unsaved man in some system as his prisoner, moves him as he wills, whether he be in the pulpit, the pew, or the church? My friend, do you see now that Satan is the god of this world and the prince and the power of every world system and world order? And are you beginning to see just a little of how he holds men in his grip today? And that it is by his power and only by the power of God through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that any sinner is ever delivered from the world systems and translated into the kingdom of God. Now that's true. All right, let's go a little further. Let's go a little step further. Not only is Satan the head or the ruler of all the world systems of this earth, but every satanic system, according to God's word, is wholly evil. Now, someone really readily jump up and say, that's a hard saying. I can't believe it. But I'm taking the Bible's estimate as it sets forth the satanic world system in relationship to the holiness of God. Now, hold your seat. Let's make a statement here of these facts. These satanic world systems of themselves, apart from the influence of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ through his church, may I say his redeemed people, has never improved its moral condition. No. Every satanic system under, is under condemnation and the judgment of God and stands before God condemned. And every individual caught in one or more of these systems is unsaved and under condemnation before God with the world's satanic system. Listen to God's word. He that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. You may want to raise this question. Do these satanic systems support charitable institutions? And are they not interested in morality and charity? Let me ask you this. Isn't that a poor commendation in view of their rejecting Christ and their hatred towards God? Let me go further and make this statement. Their interest in morality and charity is largely a result of the influence of the gospel upon these satanic systems. Go to a community where the gospel is not preached and, and, and uh, there view the moral condition of humanity. Let me give you God's picture from his word of the satanic world system as he views them, religious or otherwise, as found in Romans 3.10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throat is an up, open sepulcher. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace have they not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now, my friend, isn't that an awful thing? Isn't that a terrible thing that the Lord has to say? Every unsaved individual is in some satanic world system, religious system, social system, or otherwise. They're caught up in that system, and not one of them seeks God. Oh, you may say, aren't our churches and our temples filled with men of worship this morning? But let me ask you this question. How many of them are seeking the Lord? Take it upon yourself to ask them this question. 
Why are you going to church this morning? Do you know Christ? Is he real to your heart? Are you going there to find the Lord? See how many will talk to you about the Lord Jesus and his death on the cross. That'd be a good test for you, my friend. Just as you, when you go to your church today, <clears throat> ask your neighbor who sits by you. Say, my friend, tell me how the Lord saved you while we have a break here. Just tell me quickly how the Lord saved you. And then if you have a chance, when you talk to your pastor, ask him. Say, Pastor, would you just tell me how the Lord saved you? The greatest thing that ever happens to a poor soul is to be born again, to brought out of this world of sin and brought unto the Lord. And shouldn't that be utmost thing on our hearts and minds? And shouldn't your pastor, your Sunday school teacher, your deacon board, or your elder there in your church, shouldn't he be able to stand up and give you an account of what the Lord has done for him? Oh, my friend, that's true. I don't have any trouble telling you how the Lord saved this poor old sinner. We're going to do that one morning for you. But listen, see how many will talk to you. See how many are broken down with tears of repentance and weeping and mourning over their sin. Slip up close to someone and ask them, tell me how God saved you. Have you been redeemed by the blood of Christ? And see what type of answers you'll get. They'll probably call it, uh, call it a quack doctor. You'll not find one out of a hundred this morning attending our churches who can give you a clear-cut answer as to how God saved them. Let me give you just a little personal word. When the Lord, long before the Lord ever dealt with, dealt with my heart, I was just a young man, and I joined the church because my wife wanted me to. I knew nothing of being lost. I knew nothing of the saving grace of God, but I went and joined the church and was baptized, and I was living a fairly clean moral life as according to the world. But when we come out of church on Sunday morning, we was in a small Baptist church, we come out of church there, and uh, out on the uh, little porch where we come outside, it looked like a tar kill. About 90% of the men there uh, lit up their pipes or cigarettes or cigars, and the smoke curled up to heaven. Now, my friend, what, what, is a, what did a young man like myself think about that? I see no difference. See no difference, my friend. There's no difference. That's right. No difference. They, 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 are, are, you, are you different from the world today? Does your, is your, does your church family... Uh, know anything about the Lord? The pastor told a story here one time about this couple who had an old parrot that uh, lived in their home, and they went to church on Sunday, but they were they were of the world, the social world order, and, but they went to church occasionally. And so one day they went, and the old parrot got out and uh, followed them to church and sat out on the pew there behind them. And, and when they, everything got quiet, he started hollering out, honky-tonk, 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 roadhouse, roadhouse. And the wife turned around and said, shut up, this is a church. Shut up now, this is a church. He said, honky-tonk. She'd say, hush up now, I'm going to take you home. This is a church. He said, same crowd, same crowd. He saw that same bunch there at the nightclub. He saw the same bunch there at the honky-tonk. And the old, crow, the old parrot had more sense than she did. He said, the same crowd, same crowd, my friend. That's what I saw. I saw the same crowd that I had seen out on Saturday night. I saw them in church on Sunday. I didn't know that, my friend. I didn't know folks did that. Oh, listen, listen, that's the social world for you. That's the social world that Satan dominates day in and day out, day in and day out. Folks are steeped in that thing. I know, I know hundreds and hundreds of folks, my friend, who are, they go to church, but the same crowd, same crowd that goes to the honky-tonk. That's right. They have no line of demarcation there. They have no deliverance from sin. Did you know what salvation is, my friend? It's a deliverance from sin. Have you ever been delivered from the power of sin? I have. Oh, one day I was steeped in sin. 
I, I lived a clean moral life, but I was a sinner. My old heart was hard as a rock. My old heart was uh, uh, filthy and vile and, and, and wicked and covetous and jealous, all of those things. But one day the Lord called me, called me out of that life, just like he called you if you're saved. Do you know the Lord this morning, my friend? Or have you been born again? That's right. Could I ask you this morning, have you been born again? Born of the Spirit of God, washed in His blood. How does the Lord save a sinner? He washes her in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. There's nothing. You can't, you can't bring anything to the Lord. No, the Lord won't have your old self-righteousness. You may, you may be pious. You may be the church uh, uh, pianist. You may be the head of the deacon board and all of that stuff. And, but listen, do you know the Lord? Can you say, uh, like John Newton, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, it saved a wretch like me? I once was lost. Have you ever been lost? Have you ever been lost? Oh, my friend, it's like our old preacher used to say here, it's neither this, it's neither that. Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? Did you know the greatest place in the world to be is a sinner? Because God only saves sinners. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Satan can't keep you back, my friend. Oh, he'll harass you. And he'll keep you caught up in all of that stuff. But when the power of God comes to you, when the Holy Spirit opens that heart, gives you a cry after, the, after that cleansing, cleansing power, and then, and then the Lord cleanses you and washes you. No more to go back into the religious world system. No more to go back into, the, into that uh, religious world. No, now, now we are separate. That's right. Did you know what the early Christians, were, early believers, what they were called Christians? Why? Because they believed, they, they, they followed the Lord. They were like Christ. That's what Christians mean. Are you a Christian today? Are you like Christ? Or are you just on the church roll somewhere back there in the old country church calling yourself, oh, a charter member? Oh, I'm a charter member of old, such and such an old Bethel church somewhere. But listen, do you know the Lord? Are you, are you trusting him today? Are you doing that? This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Alva Pendarvis. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Mission. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I'd love to hear from you. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.